Halloween. <laughs> Spooky. Halloween. Halloween. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, wait. Wrong holiday. Oh, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> Freedom. Wait, wrong. Yeah. Did that one wrong, too? USA. America. Oh, man. We're here for our spooky episode. Spooky episode slash you. Happy Halloween, all you weirdos out yeah. there, all 12 of you. Maybe hope- 12 now. I think we've raised our count. Probably. Our listeners. You need to listen to this podcast with a costume on. Yeah. <laughs> and give us some candy. Yes. Welcome to Slash You. Welcome to Slash You, and I hope that costume uh, is only a one piece that covers your lower half. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I am Nick. And I'm Andy. Welcome to Slash You, a podcast that just likes to talk about everything slasher horror. You remember when we used to say 77 to 88? We did used to just target that time And period. I know we bring that up almost every fucking episode. I'm huh. sorry, but it's still like we like uh, we talk everything between now and then. That's true. And there are a lot. I feel like there's more. There's more. Campy slasher movies coming out now. I can't believe some of the shit we've watched. <laughs> it's really Doll good. Doll Shark. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one with Final the clown? Final exam. Yeah, right. Stitches. Stitches. Stitches was great. Yeah, good English comedy. Um, this is episode 124 of Slash U. Shit. And uh, what are we gonna do for like 125th or 100, 150th? I wrote this in the back of my notes, but I'm gonna go and bring it up now. I think we need to get back to more gore. I feel like the past yeah. three or four weeks we've seen some good stories. We haven't had any good dick shot kills of the week. None. I don't have one this week. Hey, speaking of dick shot kills, yeah. can I can I can I can we fanboy out a little bit? Okay, please. Uh so we did that <laughs> Hackley, uh Axe Running with Hackley movie. Yes. So we brought up some, you know, I, we kind of started making the connections. Oh, with all the people of Texas responsible scene. for these movies. Yeah. How there's a lot of Texas probably Texas love in the horror community. Yeah. And so we mentioned that the, in that movie, to Exporting Hackley, they had a, uh, a sweatshop poster. And we, of course, <laughs> yeah, we loved sweatshop. Sweatshop was great. So 2009. Fucking the director reaches out to us. Stacey Davidson, I believe, is the... Uh, from sweatshop. So from sweatshop. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, this is the quick email. He's like, thanks for the shout out. Fucking love that people still remember sweatshop. How many posters do you guys want? And where should I send them? Still have plenty in storage. Yeah. I'm like, send them all. No, I'm That's, just kidding. No. <laughs> we also heard on Facebook from Jeremy Sumrall, who played the Beast yes. in Sweatshop. He reached out to us on, pace, on Facebook saying he was listening to our episode. He was also in Axe Murdering with Hackley. Um, Do you know who he played it? I think he was one of the killers in the in the status meeting at the very start of the movie. I don't know which one. I'd have to go back and look, but... He uh, invited us to have him on. He's I'd love to talk, come talk. He directed a, a film called Pickaxe. Uh, Did you see if that was available? It, it is. I think you can get it in a couple of streaming platforms, starring Scream Queen legend Tiffany Shepis, Michael Baldwin, and Sal Michael Governale. fucking Baldwin? Yeah, from Phantasm. And Sal Governale from the Howard Stern Show. Howard Stern Show. And he was... Um, at the time he reached out, he had not yet listened to our Axe Murdering with Hackley episode, but he was going to. Uh, but he was listening to our Sweatshop episode. 
And it's like, oh, dude, yeah. So we may reach back out to him and have him on. To, I think we should. I think we should watch Pickaxe and I have him come should. on and talk about I, it. I agree but, with everything you're saying, Andy. I'm. Uh, we're finally hitting the big time, Nick. I know. <laughs> Seriously. Show us some Texas. Texas is known for skateboard. Well, back in my day, there's skateboarding, I guess, music, barbecue, and yeah. uh, I think now horror. I mean, they have a great community there. Yeah. Big ups to all of you out there. Uh, today, we're doing Hubie Halloween <laughs> from... <laughs> Adam Sandler's. God. That wasn't a good movie. Dude, I couldn't watch it. That was, that was only the second movie in my life that I turned off. First one, Coyote Ugly. Ew. That yeah. scene where she's like, they're all fighting in the bar, and yeah. she's like, all right, kid, it's your chance. <laughs> she's like the new bartender. She gets up on, and she does a Taylor Swift shit, starts singing. I'm like, okay. fuck this. I even This is when you had Blockbuster DVDs, you know? Uh-huh. I even took it out and wrote, got a little piece of paper and said, don't waste your time. Click and, and, and put it, returned, returned it back yeah. to Blockbuster. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't believe how shitty well, that movie was. But Hubie Halloween follows also in the, bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we didn't do that. We didn't do Hubie Halloween this week. We were going to do Hayride to Hell. We should probably make that clear. We were oh, going to yeah. watch Hayride hey, Ride Ride to, to Hell, Hell, which was just released on October 20th. From, you know, Cater. Uh, yeah. Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. It. Thank yeah. you. Kane Hodder, you know, <laughs> kind of was in this one. This is kind of right. like the. But we couldn't. Obta- we yeah. couldn't find Hey Ride to Hell on any streaming platforms. Apparently, it's a limited release in theaters, probably out in LA and other places. Austin. But, so we didn't watch Hey Ride to Hell from 2023. Instead, we just watched Hey Ride. Hey Ride <laughs> from 2012. <laughs> this movie is like if a Southern Goth kid identified as either Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees and wanted to make a movie. I agree. Boom. Boom. Nailed it. That was a fucking good one. On the head. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> a He's Southern God kid. Hey, Mom, I'm going to make a movie. <laughs> you remember that Halloween and that fucking Jason Voorhees? I'm going to make some like it. Yep. Now go get me some barbecue. <laughs> I hear my stepsister's caught in the dryer, so I'm going to go help her out and get unstuck. <laughs> Step brother, what are you doing? Oh man! Directed by Taryn Parsons, one hour thirty three minutes. This one was uh, this was not bad. I, I, I had some thoughts. I, I want to say uh, my second watch was better. There, yes. There's some conflicting things where I'm like this. Yes. Much like we've talked about in the past with movies, so many great opportunities here. Yes. The premises was smart. The idea of that that classic horror trope where it's a killer with the mask and coming to kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. And even the story behind it, it's really smart. Uh huh. That said, there are some drawn out where I'm like, where well, I'm gonna have questions for you, Andy. Oh well, sure. I've really written out. But before we get into it, favorite costume. Halloween costume when you were a kid growing up if you participated up there in the Northwoods when you would go oh. from tree to tree and ask the Thanks. trees for candy tree tree first of all first of all <laughs> how dare you uh trick or treat Mr. fucking trick or treat in Saner Wisconsin was we'll be back in half an hour cuz we only need to go to three houses um no it was um what was your favorite costume oh man i'll tell you mine yeah, you first. Yeah, okay. I gotta think for a second. And I think it was my. I was fifth grade, and I went as Boy George. Still got a picture of it. I'll I'll post it. I'll post it on our account. He's a. Do you really want to hurt? I'll post this on the account. I hope that people will reach out too if they forget. But I'm gonna have to track down the picture of mine now because that's what I'm thinking to, for us to post as well. What do you remember? What you like though? I mean, it that was, was some cool stuff. But I think. Well, I, I'm okay. My I, mom did a great job setting that up. Yeah, no, that's great. My mom also helped uh, a lot with our costumes, my sisters and, and mine. Um, 
and we uh, one Unless year you couldn't get Bigfoot to help out. That's true. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was Bigfoot. No, uh, <laughs> I went as Bigfoot. No, um, I had a lot of great costumes. When I was a kid. I don't remember tons of them, but there's one I remember because there's an embarrassing picture of me. Oh yes, my sister, if she's listening, knows where I'm going. It's uh, I play. I was Bugs Bunny. Oh and shit. Bugs Bunny, and I had a full, you know, onesie, rabbit-shaped onesie with a plastic Bugs Bunny mask. Oh, yes. And I had a carrot, like a made, like homemade, like stuffed felt carrot that I would carry with me. But if I didn't, I didn't want to carry it. It was, it was on a rope tied around my waist. Gross. So I had this carrot tied around my waist. Oh, I can see where it's and going. And it, it slipped to the front. And so there's a photo of me in a Bugs Bunny costume with like a fake carrot right in front. Oh my God, Nick, please it's find got that. My, it's got the green carrot leaves and the carrot. And it looks like a dick and pew. Uh, please find this. <laughs> oh, I know right where I can get it. Okay, we yeah, will post 100%. Well, then you're, we do a yeah. voting thing. You're obviously going to win. We thought about sending it to Ellen for her awkward family photos that oh, Ellen, yeah. Ellen DeGeneres did. On her show back in the day, but that one was, uh, uh, that was one of those pictures that I didn't really notice what was going on for, you know, 25 years. Like, it's one of those 30 years later things where my mom's making a scrapbook and she's like, oh, check out this photo. <laughs> and my dad and me, he's like, look at the carrot placement. <laughs> Looks like he got a, he's like an eight-year-old with a giant Perfect wiener dad. and pubes. Perfect dad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> so. But what did you go tell me as a kid? I was Bugs Bunny with a Bugs huge Bunny dick. With a huge wiener. And, uh, <laughs> but it was just his carrot prop. So, but that was a good costume, see, because when growing up, we had to put on uh, coats, jackets, and coats because it's cold. <laughs> Bugs Bunny, I'm hunting rabbits and I'm stuck in this tree. Bugs Bunny, Elma, I'll get you, Elma. No, uh, we. We would always have to wear coats over our costumes. Oh, sure. Because it's cold in northern Wisconsin. So yes, takes away, unless you can incorporate the coat in your costume somehow. But that one was a warm costume to begin with. So You could have gone as the Beast because he had that. You remember because he kind of dressed really fly? He had that, like, that pimp outfit. <laughs> yeah. Like the fucking fur coat and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, like big heavy and a, and a big like weld, yeah. welder's apron totally. on. Big welding mask. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Well, that's hey, fun. Ride. Just thought it'd be uh, Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Bringing up the Halloween fun. Um, I, I really, before we start getting into Hayride, I, I, I want to uh, set this in motion again. Second watch is really fun for me. I think Andy and I both agree that uh, this. I like this movie while not liking it. And I don't know if I've ever said that on this podcast. I don't even know if that makes sense. Like I, I can liked see where it, you're going, but yeah. I did. I liked it. But it got it didn't. horrible reviews. That I, I mean. Some of the worst I've seen yeah. on IMDb. Yeah, but it's, I mean, we've seen so many at this I've point. I've seen worse. I've seen much worse, but we've seen so many low-budget movies that, you're right, I've seen much worse. I gotta feel like people leaving those reviews just aren't familiar with or they're just dicks. this type of movie. They're you just you have people. that, too. There's plenty of people on the internet, yeah, fucking, believe it or not, who are just horrible yeah, people. I'm stuck in my mom's basement. Yeah. I'm <laughs> fucking sick of watching just family tr- porn. Right. And they're I'm just bringing up family porn so much. Trolls. Today. They're just trolls, so... I'm excited for this Halloween episode <laughs> to finally, finally, finally get into Andy's Bugs Bunny with the Dick Demosis. <laughs> Cliff Kale, no, so, so. It's brought to you by Candy. If you want to give something to the kids on Halloween or date a good looking stripper, find some candy. And now, 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 Andy's Cliff Kale, Halloween. No, so, so, so.
Sorry, I realized I didn't quite finish them. All right. Oh, <laughs> God, that was so uh, anticlimactic. I'm sorry about that. The Cliff Kill Notes, a brief summary of the movie, so you can follow along. But um, I, at first, rented this on Amazon Prime for $2.99, and then just this morning when I rewatched, realized it was on Tubi for oh, free. Yeah. So I just did that. So it uh, must have just came to Tubi. But anyway, here we go. Uh, Steven returns home to rural Alabama with his girlfriend, Amanda, to introduce her to his family and participate in his uncle's locally famous hayride, Uncle, uncle Morgan. At the same time, a killer named Malcolm Guffin was recently captured and locked up. But during his transport to federal prison, he escaped custody. And now there's someone with a burlap bag mask stalking the teens and workers at the hayride, causing panic and death. Can Steven and Amanda stop the killer before he kills everyone? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> like, that's it. So we know Steven and Amanda <laughs> probably lives in. I didn't spoil it. Well, uh, yeah. Can Steven and Amanda Can stop they? the killer? Before they get killed? That I was like I told you, man, I just was, finished this. That was like a lifetime were... channel summary of <laughs> fucking Hayride. <laughs> Seriously. Can, well, can Steven and Amanda stop the it's killer like, while a, they preserve is their this love? Is a Hallmark Christmas movie? Well, yeah. Will, will she accept him and his weird family <laughs> in Alabama? Will she quit her big marketing job in New York City yeah. to save the little hayride <laughs> down in southern Alabama? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, man. This... But, I mean, that's all it is. <laughs> it's just, just killer stocking a hayride. I'm drinking. I've had this my second cup yeah. of iced coffee, and a, I'm like a little jittery. I have uh, a this tall is monster. Fun. This is... Uh, as Andy said, set in rural, rural Alabama. Uh, we get the opening credits um, uh, as uh, we see officers enter a house, a house that belongs to Andy mentioned, yeah. Malcolm Griffin. Um, the news reporter is kind of narrating the story and yeah. saying over a dozen missing person cases mm -hmm. and kind of narrating what's happening um, and the final moments of Malcolm's last victim. That's right. The news is flashing 38-year-old uh, Malcolm uh, Guffin. Yeah, Malcolm Guffin. Is, uh, Rhymes with puffin yeah. or muffin. We cut to like a woman stumbling through the woods as the reporter's talking over the footage. The news footage of the scene plays out. The cops are finding blood smeared all over the house, yep. things like that. All the while, this woman's stumbling through the woods as Malcolm stalks her. Uh, he comes out of the woods and kills her. As the reporter says, it was too late for his latest victim. You know, So he killed one last woman before they got he him. was, uh, um, yeah, captured. Uh, we cut to him in jail being transported. Very similar. Okay, this is the transport scene is very like eerily similar to the Michael Myers transport scene in the R Zombie Halloween movie. Oh, you know remember R Zombie directed it in 2007, and it's big Michael Myers. I mean, Michael Myers is fucking huge, and he's yeah. getting transported to the fucking, uh, you know, to you know to like another Supermax. Yeah, whatever. whatever. And he kind of just goes nuts and kills everyone. Yeah, this is kind of that same slow walk. Okay. Yeah, this but guy's massive. He's big. He looks like a big bald potato. <laughs> Where I look like a tater tot, this yeah. motherfucker is a big bald potato. Yeah, as opposed and to those hairy potatoes. I get what you're going from. <laughs> I guess there could be hairy potatoes. I suppose. Hey, can we hit pause for a second? What is go Sebastian take... doing? I don't know. There. I'm gonna go find out real pause. quick. We'll be right back. Okay. Big bald potato, big yeah. hairy potato. <laughs> but before we go on, take it, Andy. You didn't need to. We said we were pausing. We're uh, back. We got mixed dog Sebastian. Uh, I just wanted to say real quick, uh, follow us on Instagram at slash you underscore podcast. 
Uh, Facebook, uh, I guess I'm going to be paying attention to Facebook more. People are looking at it, yeah, the Facebook should. group, Good, slash you podcast. Email us, slash you podcast at gmail.com and slash you podcast.com on the internet. And uh, OnlyFans at slash you podcast. Ooh, yes. But I wanted to say that top of the show. Andy nipple. In case you don't listen all the way to the end, but we hope you do. Andy um, butt. We are going to spoil this whole thing. I point that out for any newer listeners. <laughs> I really think we find obscure movies that the people like. I know some true horror fans, but I mean, even like Axe Murray with Hackley. Yeah. I mean, you bring it up Sweatshot again, bring it up Doll Shark. In fact, there's a great podcast that does shark movies, and I just uh, friended yeah. them and they friended us back oh, on nice. Instagram. The Chud or Chum Podcast or something. It's, All right. They did Best Doll Shark. Chums. Yeah. Or they were Chums. Yeah. I get it. So they're our friends. Um, but yeah. that's cool. But again. So yeah, this dude's big. Yeah, this is a yeah. big, and I and I was bringing up that uh, it really is very similar to the uh, our zombie Halloween uh, transport scene of Michael Myers, mm-hmm. and so he's getting transported in a police car, Andy, where nefarious chaos awaits. As the cops silently drive him in the back of the squad car, the reporter voiceover says, "We will continue to update you on this unfolding." Horrendous story, or whatever she says, yeah, and we the title comes up. Yeah, hey, hey, right. Right. and I really like that that use of uh, you know narration that yeah. you can use that kind of help tell a story. I think that we've seen that in a few movies. And I that did is, a murder cabin. That is invaluable. Old Flossie, you know, yeah. like you know, kind Just of footage with with a news report or or if you're putting up shots in newspapers with headlines, it helps the audience get caught up quickly. But another our zombie thing too yeah. with. Uh, with which I you know as much as I'm not really a fan of our zombie I really do like that. Why do you keep calling him our zombie? Because I'm trying to sound fucking cinephile. It's Rob Zombie. They're no, both one letter, it, one syllable I words. I think I want to change my name from Nick to N Bankhead. Okay. Like M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> M Andrew Bank. N Andrew Bankhead. Oh, and you want to go by Andrew? Well, that's my middle fucking name. And it's my first name. You can't have it. <laughs> what if so. you cut your name was Andrew Nicholas Damos? What if I just went with A John Damos? My middle name's John. <laughs> A. John Damos sounds like a great, like, yeah. porn name. I could have been A.J. Damos. Ooh, I don't Andrew know about, John Damos. A.J. sounds like, that sounds like you're from Southern Alabama. A.J. And um, then that brings us back to the movie. We, yeah, so yes. <laughs> here we are, interior, barbecue yeah. joint in any Southern Alabama town. Yeah. Checkered tablecloths, cornbread, stepbrother porn plays on the flat screens. <laughs> People are stuffing their faces with wings and fries, and we meet Amanda and Stephen. Stephen, Amanda and Stephen are two lovers who are going to uh, test their limits within this film. I guess so, yeah. They're headed home to Stephen's hometown to visit his family. She's coming home with him from, yeah, his, uh, from his, college. His uncle, his uncle's farmland, and uh, his haunted hayride. Side note, yeah. the barbecue at this joint is known for their invisible barbecue Word is, it's delicious. <laughs> invisible barbecue? I didn't know there was such a thing, but I Googled it. Invisible barbecue. So it's where it's two pieces of bread, uh-huh. and you can't see it, so you eat it. And so, and I was like, why is there nothing on the bun that these two guys, you know, they're supposedly at a barbecue joint, uh-huh. but they're not eating anything. They're just eating oh. two pieces of bread. I didn't notice that. I went back. Jody and I went back a few times to look at it. Jody even pointed it out. So I looked it up. It's Invisible Barbecue. Absolutely delicious. Uh, Yelp reviews give it fucking five stars all the way through. Are you serious? Fuck, are you kidding me? Come on. (laughs) Seriously? Low-fat barbecue. (laughs) Because you're not eating anything. But I mean, seriously. I mean, it was one of those, like when we saw uh, Ouija Shark there. Yeah. 
Oh, that that, that shit filled me up. Yeah, and the plates, and are, the plates are totally clean because <laughs> yeah. they didn't actually eat food. So, Invisible Barbecue, yeah. find it in your favorite southern town. It was funny in this little scene, Amanda says, so is everything here either fried or smothered in barbecue sauce? And he goes... Oh, you mean this restaurant? I thought you meant the whole South. And it's, ha, 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 ha. Everything in the South is fried and smothered in barbecue sauce. There was some but good quips in there. He uh, describes his uncle's hayride attraction, including uh, Pitchfork, the, the monster, or, you know, killer, is, is a legendary guy named Pitchfork. Yep. Uh, his uncle has him at the at the uh, uh, hayride, along with some other one that was called, like... Rawhead Bloody Bones. Rawhead Bloody Bones. Because it's funny... Um, Amanda brings up, she's like, why are you visiting for, you say you're visiting for the holidays? And yeah. he goes, Halloween. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Halloween. She goes, Halloween's a holiday? And I'm like, okay, Jehovah Janice. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> yes, it's a holiday. <laughs> totally. Have you, was she not a child? Was she like dropped off on this <laughs> She's planet Jehovah's from Witness. somewhere else? <laughs> like, Halloween's a holiday. <laughs> How was it growing up in communist China? Yeah, what was Amanda? it like in North Korea? <laughs> like, where you didn't have any candy? I mean, <laughs> trick or treat comes on. Here's some mud. <laughs> I don't All right. Anyway, I don't want to go. But I just thought it was funny yeah. when I brought that up. But yeah. she doesn't think of it as a, ha- a holiday. I'm but, so- ho- holiday. <laughs> Halloween is a holiday. Halloween is a holiday. I watch Huey Halloween when Halloween, I'm hungry. Halloween is a holiday. It's my um, Wisconsin accent. <laughs> it is the two. Uh, characters on this hayride are Pitchfork yeah. and Rawhead Bloody Bones. Right. Who only Rawhead Bloody Bones only comes out when it's windy. But the Pitchfork uh, story, uh, Andy, is a pretty scary one. It's pretty good. Well, uh, Amanda says so. Pitchfork had a lame backstory. I thought this was funny here. A little fourth wall commentary uh, because. Uh, uh, Steven's like, no, you don't understand. A simple backstory is scarier. People don't come to these things to learn a lesson or hear a compelling story. They come to be scared. And she goes, sounds like lazy writing. Yes. And I'm like, this is totally a commentary on slasher movies, you bitch. <laughs> simple is scarier. Yeah. Simple is scarier. Do, right. do, 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 do. Maybe yeah, that's I, why I, the final exam didn't have any backstory. Don't get me started. <laughs> come on. Why do you have to bring that up? I thought we were having a good episode so I'm far. Sorry, you have to I'm bring sorry. up fucking final exam. Yeah, I'm sorry. We uh, need to rewatch that. But the pitchfork, I, what I was saying, it's a scary one, is because it does scare. It's Stephen as a kid was like, "This is scary." Yeah, we've developed it. We developed the character pitchfork, pitchfork, pitchfork more and more. But the attributes of how he started, very real, uh, very true to you know the story of of the land down there in southern yeah, Alabama. Yeah, it's like a local legend. Yeah. yeah. So we cut back to the uh, Malcolm in the Middle transfer, and they <laughs> Malcolm cu- Guffin. Malcolm Guffin rhymes with muffin, rhymes with puffin. It's a crash scene. Malcolm Egg McMuffin. Um, right. It's a crash scene. Cop is uh, dead, and so is a local boy. Yeah. Is this so? The sheriff is walking up to this discount Denzel Washington type dude. You know his name, don't you? No, Detective Loomis. I didn't know that. Yeah, Detective Loomis. And yes, I said Loomis. Oh, my God. For all uh, of you Halloween fans oh, out there. Which, of course, you know, yeah. all 12 listeners. This maybe, guy. Maybe, maybe 10 now. If this guy had a PhD, <laughs> we would call him Dr. Loomis. Anyway. Detective um, Loomis. Detective Loomis tells him uh, Malcolm Guffin escaped. And this the cop who was driving the car and a local boy are dead. Yeah, I guess uh, Malcolm, because the, the cop lost control of the car, mm-hmm. gave Malcolm the opportunity to get out, get out of his cuffs, which, you know, big, big baked potato like him, you know, kind of pulling those cuffs off. And he was able to unwrap them and use, I guess, the the the, the open cuff, the yeah. open cuff to gut the cop's throat. Yeah. Very kind of, I thought that was kind of original. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but again, Dick lack shot, of kill of the week. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Throat but, kill, shot yeah. of the week. Um, the local boy must was he just? I don't a pedestrian maybe. I or? don't understand it. Some I don't local, get it. Or uh, he was in an, the other car. Like did this I cop thought he car? Hit a tree. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this. They didn't really explain how this cop car crashed. It That's, just crashed. That was my second watch where I was like, why do we even need this local boy? Yeah, I don't know. You have to count him in the in the kill count. I did, friend. But, he is um, counted. So this is kind of they're kind of setting up perimeter. Right. Direct Detective Loomis. We gotta find um, him. Yeah, uh, we this gotta set up a large perimeter. So back to Stephen and Amanda pulling up down Old Country Road, Andy. It is Captain Morgan's Hayride. Yeah, they, on the sign. And they pull up down a road, and here it comes on the coming down the 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 rotway is uh, Stephen's cousin Corey. Yeah, this would be Morgan's son. Yeah, Morgan's son. Just dialogue. Uh, yeah. Nothing important, but they do. He's, uh, Corey's on his way out looking for some missing bear traps. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. But he says, you know, just head on up the path here. And Steven's like, yeah, I know the way. Corey's like, well, maybe if you visited more, you dick. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> you cock. And uh, <laughs> he drives up and we meet. Uncle Morgan. Yeah, he's the probably most famous person we have in this. What I remember him from is uh, the detective in something about Mary. You remember the kind of cop that loses control and, but he was also in that like he was also in this movie called Three O'clock High, where he was like an undercover cop okay. or something, where he was a bully or something. I don't know if he was an undercover cop, but he looked like you know he's like sixty years old and he's in high school. It's like, come on, dude. This it's, is uh, Richard Tyson. Yeah. is the actor. He's definitely done a lot of stuff. According to IMDb, born in Mobile, Alabama. Well, it's probably how they got him in here because yeah. the budget, what I read, was only 150 grand on this, yeah. which I could understand. But when Richard Tyson like, "Hey, just pay me in like some barbecue. Yeah. Just pay me in some of that invisible barbecue." Yeah. <laughs> you shoot the movie, my hometown. <laughs> no, it was. Um, yeah, you're right. He's pretty cool for an uncle, uh, I suppose. But yeah. he's the one in charge of this whole hayride. It's a local thing, which I thought was cool. I, you know, the idea of a small town doing a big hayride and everybody looks forward to it every year and it entertains the kids and the families. Exactly, and it's That's a great and it's creative how I think they're yeah. they're setting this up. He's done it for a while. He's a southern dude, true as the uh, stars shine at night. Um, <laughs> he he ha he's a likable character. I think right. he really did a good job of being that uncle. That's like I'll give you a little shit, but I love you. Right. We meet a couple of other, I guess, employees or volunteers of the Hayride named Beautiful and Dumb. Yeah, I didn't they're understand. Two, they're two hot blonde chicks. They're supposed to be sis twin sisters in the movie. They're actually cousins in real life. They are. But, but their names are Beautiful and Dumb. Yeah, one was smarter than the other, but how horrible to be called that. That's what he says, but uh, one's better looking, but I didn't name them. Yeah, I know. But that's I didn't name them. Yeah, I, I mean they're just they're, what Andy said is that there is a group of people that are volunteering to help yeah. uh, Uncle Morgan yeah. put together this hayride, and beautiful and dumb, two blonde, you know, pretty girls, yeah, are uh, here to help the hayride. Right. And so beautiful, dumb, I believe that's uh, yeah, that's her name. Brings <laughs> Uncle Morgan his his costume, the costume, it's right. a pair of overalls and a burlap sack with two, two eye, holes. eye holes. Yeah, I said eye holes, not assholes. Eye holes. That's the. Uh, pitchfork costume yep. uh and then uh discount post malone shows up in a little in a little <laughs> atv to drive them back to the barn i say discount post malone because he's just some random dude with face tattoos yeah, i didn't understand and dreadlocks <laughs> and he's like hey, and they just loaded in this like atv utv thing and 
There are so many names I don't have. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. I Detective Loomis and Fat Southern Cop. That's all I, I put about. You the know, sheriff. Like, yeah, the sheriff. But yeah. yeah, when I second watch, I was like, who is this guy? For me, that's a lot of fun. If they're not going to tell you the name in the movie, then I get to make it up. Yes. And I'm going to call you, you know, Chowderhead or Discount Post Malone. Or, that's, yeah. that's something we can put in our slashy bylaws, too. Yeah, that's good. If yeah. the movie doesn't name a person, then, then we I, get to have fun. I'm with gonna it. name them. Yeah, and I'm gonna Discount have fun with Post Malone and Fat Southern Alabama <laughs> cop. Uh, <laughs> Morgan, go ahead. Uncle Morgan discusses the hayride plans he's got this year. Uh, says it's a little more like a haunted house. You know, they dressed up the barn, so it's not just a straight up ride. There you go. There's the barn has like a haunted house. Uh, yeah, this is new to, to the journey this year. Right, the hayride. So that's I think that's cool. Right. So they're going to get the riders to to get off the hayride and walk through the barn. So it's so kind it's of a spooky. multiple experience. Yeah. Very Which cool. I actually got to do uh, at a haunted house when I was uh, in high school, where they kind of drive you around, then you got off and walked around through like kind of a swamp thing. So, yeah, very creative, very fun. Um, I'm kind of digging this vibe as the story's starting to continue. So we cut to a guy out uh, in a pickup truck, uh, nobody, Chuck, running lights uh, for Morgan. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's hanging the lights, uh, that probably along the the hayride trail or whatever. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think his name might be Larry. No, it's Chuck. Chuck. Chuck and Larry, hey. The Adventures of, another Adam Sandler. Uh, that was a fucking horrible movie. <laughs> Kevin James is a national treasure. So, we have, this guy's out hanging lights. I'm unraveling because of this big can of monster I'm drinking. <laughs> but he's, um, yeah, he's out there running lights at the hay barn, you know, because, right. I mean, yeah, so this is pretty much just a There's a, a really cool shot here um, when he gets out of the truck and closes yes. the door. I thought that, I agree with you 100%. The camera hangs on the rearview mirror. I wrote that. Great, great director of photography here, yeah. great cinematic. We uh, see uh, Malcolm Guffin Lins. coming out of the woods in the in the rearview mirror in his orange jumpsuit yep. still. Uh, so very neat. We So we know this guy's going to die. Um, I love how he grabs the sledgehammer and starts dragging it. Like, he's just nonchalantly dragging it as he's approaching Chuck. That, mm-hmm. that's, that metal on concrete mm-hmm. is fucking pretty powerful. Yeah. Well, I mean, Chuck gets killed. Yeah. Like, that's all there is to it. He's in a barn, and he hears a noise like, hello, who's there? And Malcolm just comes up and yeah, bashes him with a sledgehammer. With the sledgehammer. No, no gore. No, no really gore. little I, blood spatter on the ground. Yeah. Just a little. Where does he... Then, then, it's just a, then it's just a flash to him grabbing the, the outfit out yeah. of... So here's the my overalls question. and the burlap sack. How do you get to Morgan's truck, Andy? I was confused. I mean, was no. it just a jump? Like must have been later. This guy took that truck. I don't know. No, because I saw the truck he pulled up into. It was not fun. Okay, it's Nick. Nick, calm down. So it's put a fucking... it in a different truck. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. So what? It, this dude. What they're does... leading you is that Malcolm Guffin is putting on the overalls and the there burlap go, mask. Yeah. That's what they're trying to paint the picture. That here. night, uh, it's Halloween Eve, and there's a campfire going on. There's booze, weed, yeah. music, and the song. And I actually want to sing this for the audience. Oh, she joined a. Said she was. To th- she had to think it over. She got new friends. Won't let me take. Won't let me take her nowhere. Jukebox is dead, and now it's over. She don't like me when she's sober. Woo! Corey, everybody. Yeah. Cousin Corey. Cousin playing, Corey playing, playing the acoustic guitar. So this. I, I know I'm going to get into it, but this is a long ass scene. Oh, lots of fast forward. Yes, my, it's my really the story of, of how Pitchfork became Pitchfork. Pitch uh, Pitchfork became Pitchfork. <laughs> how Pitchfork got the name Pitchfork. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, we get how Steven and Amanda are, you know, Steven isn't a part of the Hayride help this year. He's just going to be a writer with Amanda. Yeah. Um, I like how they do tell the story 
of how they use the graphics and the, the sound. The flashback, yeah. The flashback, because we do love backstories here at the U. Yeah. But I also like how they use it like it's told over a campfire, so it, it's the imagery is kind of used with uh, graphics being pulled of, like, crumpled paper and, like, burning. Old-timey film. Yeah, almost. I really thought it's cool, but it's really just how... Morgan is telling the story of Pittsburgh and how he's alive and how the story begins with a local farmer named R.W. Rayborn. Yeah, and Rayborn was super protective of his daughter. Uh, as a child, he loved his little girl. Uh, he'd always come into town, bring his little girl with. But as she got older, Morgan says, as pretty little girls often do, they turn into beautiful young women. And Farmer Rayburn was very protective of his daughter. So he would start coming into town carrying a pitchfork. Because all the people would look at his daughter. Yep. And they'd say, you mess with Rayburn's daughter. You mess with that pitchfork. Fuck yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to drift into this accent for the rest <laughs> of the episode. It's easy to do when talking about Alabama. Sling, bait, sling blade for the rest of the episode. Uh, like get some potatoes and fries and taters. So, if you mess with Rayburn's <laughs> daughter, you mess with the pitchfork. Flashback of a boy and girl making out. Mm -hmm. And the boy has to hide all of a sudden because the farmer's coming home. So, we get the sense that... Uh, Rayburn's daughter was, you know, she wanted to have a relationship, have a boyfriend, make out with boys like girls yes, do. As, yes. Yeah, as it happens, but overprotective daddy. Don't you touch my daughter. Don't Essentially, you touch the farmer became more and more crazy about protecting his daughter. And there one day, this is all told through flashbacks. One day she ended up running away with her boyfriend with the help of her mother. There you go. And uh, old farmer Rayburn just ended up going crazy as a result. Killed the mother. And ultimately, he goes around killing anyone else that he perceives keeping him from getting his daughter back. That's the legend of Pitchfork. Very well told. And Thank you. To add to that, uh, Pitchfork <laughs> was uh, never found. And they say that right. he still, uh, every full moon, he comes around the woods and starts mm -hmm. still, you know, on the search for anyone that messed with his daughter. And all of a sudden, boo! Corey. Here comes Corey jumping out with the burlock mask and a, like an old, like the old madman, you know, where yeah. they're all scaring, you know, like that old trope where you, you jump out of the woods and scare right. everyone. And who wins in a fight, Pitchfork or Madman Mars <laughs> from Madman? Yeah, God, <laughs> that, that is a. Ooh, that's another good episode. We should yeah. do matches versus matches. Sure, because yeah. we've seen so many killers. We could match up some. Like, killers. what about that one? I gotta forget the one where the 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 well, the dumb brother who would you know the farm and he would slaughterhouse. Is that it? Where yeah, his the, dad owned a yeah, slaughterhouse. Yeah, yes. And he sent uh, he sent his son out to do the killing. Yeah, he did all the big changes. He like, just acted like a pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Who that would, guy could like, enter the mix. We could have a big battle royale with all of our killers. We could do like old a, Cropsy from the Burning. Yeah, we could do like a fucking rad like like spring, like March Tournament? Madness thing. Oh, oh my god! I'm sure they, which I'm sure they've done. So this what? Yeah. Slash U's never done it. Yeah, slash anyway. U. Yeah, we're in college. We should do it that. Sounds shit. like a March Madness thing. Yes. Um, Table so that. You can't have it. That's our idea. <laughs> Fuck off. Our idea. You can't have it. Um, but so the jump is over. So we're back yeah. to Morgan's house. It's later that night. Steve, Stephen, uh, you know, they're staying obviously with Uncle Morgan. Yeah. So Stephen, and <laughs> it just, I know we're going to get to this scene later, but yeah. Stephen obviously has a room at Uncle Morgan's house because Uncle Morgan raised him. Yeah. I guess Stephen lost his parents when he was younger. So he has a room at Uncle Morgan's, but she doesn't sleep in his room with him because I guess Uncle Morgan was like, I don't want them sleeping in the same room. You guys are on <laughs> <emergency."> <laughs> 
But yet he's like hitting on his yeah, on Steven's yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, he's trying to finger bang her yeah. in front of him. He's, he's like, so pretty. Yeah, oh, you brought yeah. me a present. Hey, do you have any panties yeah, I can smell? You're so cute. But you won't sleep in the same room with my nephew <laughs> before you're married. So she's sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Don't so. get stuck in my dryer. This guy's an enigma. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it is like it has really nothing to do with the story. I guess they're just going to bed. He's like, good night. Yeah. She's like, good night. Kisses are good night. So we're back outside on the land. At the campfire? At the campfire. I mean, I, if I had land, I could see me setting up a tent and totally. hanging out in a fire and Corey, drinking just, some beer. Yeah. Corey and... Another, have, another guy. No no name other guy is other what I Other dude. Uh, they talk about the bear traps. That dude's like, says to Corey, did you ever find them bear traps? Yeah, nope. Corey's like, no, nope, they probably got stolen. Uh, so he's like, if we got to rerun all these lights that Chuck... Didn't do. It was going to be a pain in the ass. Like, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it done. It's just some needless banter, but and then dumb. Dumb. One of the blonde girls comes running out of the tent like, I have to go pee. Yeah, she's wearing nothing but a flannel, so it looks like she's nude. So Corey, like, looks at the other guy and winks yeah. like, yeah, I just I just tap that ass. Yeah. yeah. Question, because Jody pointed this out, and I'm curious. So it's, you know, she runs off to pee. So we get some POV shots of her peeing. Some, Not literally, but, but yeah. Yeah, some pervy shit. She's in yeah, the woods. I love pee on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other needless banter happens. And, you know, again, what, what Andy said, not finding the traps. Then Beautiful runs out of his tent. Yeah. So she had to pee, too, but then he does another. So he was, he, was he doing both of them? Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Did he shack up with both of them? But they're I sisters. Think he did. They're they, sisters in the movie. Yes, oh, in the movie, they're sisters. Yeah, they're cousins in real life. I thought they were cousins with Corey. I thought this is all a big Alabama thing. <laughs> well, then it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to our listeners in the South because incest happens here in Wisconsin too. I, you know, have heard. I got so. a great. I got a great uh, joke for you. It's not just the South. What do Southerners do on Halloween? Hmm. Pumpkin. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> hey Pumpkin. All right, so. We're going to go to the family reunion to find a date. <clears throat> so. All right, so God. this is. Uh, we he should gets play a, some Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> he gets a two for one, I guess, with beautiful and dumb. So yeah. back at Morgan's house, Amanda is on the couch. I guess she gets a little freaked, Andy. Yeah, just a bad feeling or something. She runs into Stephen's room. They talk. They go into this stupid big know, fast back forward. and forth. Yeah. Big fast Steven forward. Stephen wants her to go on his own hayride. Hey, yo. Haha. She's like, you can't hey, be you serious. You get what I'm saying? You get I what I'm do. saying? Yeah, sex. Yeah, sex. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, I'm halfway there already. Yeah, it won't last long. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to take long. And you won't enjoy it. <laughs> he will not have fun. <laughs> but I will. Uh, but she declines. That's, that's it. it. The, they go back to the detective. And, Loomis and fat Alabama cop. And sheriff looking for Malcolm Guffin. It's pouring rain and storming. The detective makes a joke like, you know, I we're going to have to get the search party some canoes. And he looks at the detec- detective Loomis, who's just like, that's not funny. And the sheriff's like, you know, we could have our own buddy cop show. This is- and I don't understand this. Detective Loomis has, like, his sport coat crumbled up, using it as a pillow. Good night. They're sleeping there in the car. I don't understand Are it they either. on stakeout for something? Why are they in the car? I, I mean, I guess they would have to be. I mean, they're setting they're up a roadblock. They're not staying in, like, a hotel? They're I mean, just camping out they're in the look, car? They're looking for uh, Mr. McMuffin. So- I guess. <laughs> Mr. McGuffin, sorry, Mr. Mr. Mc, Guffin. Mr. Guffin. I wrote this as a useless scene. It's totally dumb, but it just establishes that the police are still looking for the guy, and it's raining. So next morning, the <laughs> next crew. Next day, it's sunny. Yeah, 
the crew has to go, the Hayride crew, they have to go fix up everything that got knocked down from the storm. Because it is Halloween, it's the big day of the Hayride, and just like Andy said, the storm's kind of fucked some shit up, but we're still going to put on a great Hayride. Right. Quick, short montage of getting the ride all set. Um, Steven and the Uncle Talk just catching up. I why, fast forwarded all yeah, that. Why was this scene needed, Andy? To make this, the movie longer. This movie could have been 45 minutes. Right. Anyway, the, real quick, just it's about his love for Amanda. Is it serious? It's always going to be the one you love, blah, blah, blah. Let's <laughs> cut to the two cops doing a yeah. canvas. So the cops are canvassing. They're going door to door both to look for Guffin, but also to notify people that this guy's out and about. Yep. Uh, and they come up to a house where no one answers, but the door is open, and so the cops are like, "Are they allowed to enter?" Son of a bitch! Maybe they think it's probable cause, or I don't know. It's southern Alabama. Suspicious. Let's move on. Sorry. It's suspicious. It's rural yeah. Alabama. A door's rural unlocked. Alabama. They pull their guns. They go in. And they discover a bunch of dead animals rotting in a corner of one of the rooms, and one cop radios the other, like, "It looks like this freak's been eating these animals." <laughs> a nod to. <laughs> Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah, he ate dogs. Ate dogs. Yep. And so uh, the other cop gets there. Uh, they both end up dead. Our yeah. killer kills them. Yep. Uh, machete and uh, two cops dead. Um, it's chaos. Yeah. Uh, back with uh, Loomis and Fat Alabama Cop. <laughs> they need to get to those dead cops. So trying to figure out where is that on the map? Where did they call in from last? Yeah. And so the, like they kind of are put, you know, kind of tightening up their perimeter. Right. Night. Exterior. Hayride. Night. The hayride is about to begin. Ground rules. Let's keep it clean on the first ride. This is when we really get more kids and families. Mm -hmm. And as the night continues with the teens and more of the young adults, we can get a lot more freakier. We can get scarier. Yeah, and I don't understand the the line about improving. Don't know why this is written in the script. Stick but they, to the script. Yeah, stick to the script. No improving. Again, as someone who enjoys writing, I didn't understand, like... That's no foreshadowing involved in this, really. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, everyone kind of, Andy, everyone kind of uh, spreads out to their spots, yeah. and the ride begins. So it's just like kind of a montage of people, families going through the hayride, little kids getting scared by the various actors and the staff. A hockey mask uh, kills a, a, a hockey mask killer kills yeah. a counselor. Yeah, at one point a girl comes running out of the forest, Yeah, and, and a dude in a hockey mask kills her, quotes. Yeah. A little later on, there's a big group of teens that are going to go on the hayride. So we're getting to the point where they are getting scarier, yeah. Because we got all these teens, and this includes this ride includes Amanda and Steven on the wagon. Yeah, they so they're they're guests. They're, they're guests, and it's riders. like so, so they do the hay ride, and then the then they they're kind of drawn off to the this barn where they've set up, and this is kind of where they have a leather face. Yeah, killer that's what set they up. do. Like partway through the the ride the truck quote breaks, breaks down yeah. and the driver's like oh guys i can't get it started why don't you go up to the barn there and that's all part of the act right yeah but it's it's really cool too how when steve and amanda are on this ride the jason kill where they just kind of recreate the scene of the counselor getting killed like he, they hacks her but then he holds up her head on the, yeah this one though they didn't hold up the head on the first one because that was the kids and stuff but so yeah. now it's a little scarier they get yeah he holds up the decapitated fake head yeah when he axes her he yeah. axes like a, a squash that's on the ground yeah. pumpkin that's on the ground to make it sound like he's Yes, and to get the to get the people to the Leatherface barn, mm -hmm. I like how they do the truck breaking down. I mean, of course, That's it's pretty a, cool. I think so too. Like, I mean, I think if you're on the ride, you're like, oh, this is part of it. But of course, you know, you're, you're on a you're on a haunted ride, right? So a very creative way to think to get people on and right. off the because. As they walk in the woods, I mean, there's like a werewolf creek. It's really fun. Yeah, the uh, there's a couple staff members who um, are watching from, from the woods a distance, yeah. and they're just like. Uh, just like oh they're out of the truck okay yep. go you know so he's playing his sound effects 
in you know there's speakers and yeah. such in the woods he's got like a pa microphone and the, you're right the, free, the guy in the in the werewolf mask scares the teens um that's fine whatever um one of those workers sneaks off to have a cigarette and he bumps right into pitchfork pitchfork and it's actually uh kind of night because it's kind of cool because he gets like stabbed gutted in the neck yeah um and i I think he was having a quick smoke but he was also sent to go get the backup truck even though it broke down but you know to to make it realistic you have to pull up the other truck sneaking his cigarette yeah he was he's kind of cool this is so but when pitchfork comes up he's like holy shit you scared the shit out of me morgan yeah yeah is that you is it boom boom then he gets and also uh, the other dude with the the sound effects and the pa microphone he got killed too he was on the ground, and I think he tur- he rolled over. He turned over uh, on his back just because he heard somebody coming up on him. Yeah, he got killed too. So and that's you know he's like Bleh! so well, they're dead. So now we're back to Loomis and Fat Cop. They were arrived. <laughs> I think it's fucking. Uh, this is so stupid. I think it's what's his face's old house, R.W. Uh, Rayburn. Rayburn's house. Yeah, because the sheriff even says, "Well, I should have known to look here." He yeah. recognizes how he's like, this place attracts death like flies on shit. Yeah, very southern Alabama yeah. cop. He but- forgot about this place. <laughs> We're out looking for an escaped killer, and he just he's just now going, we should have thought to look here. This house is all kinds of death and blah, blah. Like, what? You but, bury the lead, man. But, but real quick, though, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here, but he... He's really just looking for Malcolm. He doesn't really consider right. like that. He doesn't really put in the. Oh He's sure. not bringing the stories together yet. So he's like, "Well, shit, I, I should have looked here because this is the story here. We're looking for an escape killer that has nothing to do with R.W. Yeah, but that's this, true. But this this story does, uh, you know, kind of the the fat cop does kind of tell Loomis more of the story about um, uh, R.W. as they're sending in a SWAT team. Yeah. And uh, he tells the story of the dead girl in the torch car. And I didn't get this, Andy. He's like, well, what happened? Was it the boy that torched the car? Because a boy killed the daughter, or the girl, and then he torched the car. Yeah. And and Loomis, like, did they catch the boy? And he's like, the sheriff was like, the boy was in the car. Some people think it was Pitchfork. Yeah. So it's just, this is the house that started the story of Pitchfork. Thank you. Detective Loomis gets all that info download from the sheriff. So, uh, anyway, the police doing a walk through the house. They find their other two dead officers. This uh, is where I think uh, the movie te- starts to take off. A little bit. We hit a little bit of a, a full throttle here. Yeah, Detective Loomis call. is just like, get all your men off of the canvassing. Get to this this, this location, and we're going to fan out from here because this fucker's close. Yeah, we, we're, we're, we're on his tail. Yeah, we're almost going to get him. So. Um, Back in the hayride. Yeah, Morgan is kind of he's kind of gathering everyone back around because he's freaking out a little bit, Andy, because so many volunteers are now missing. They're, yeah, half the volunteers are gone. Yeah, and he's fucking teenagers and yeah, stoners. Think, well, I mean, yeah, ah. they're they're all being teenagers. They're all yeah. probably going out to do each other. Yeah, he's like, smoke what the hell? Weed. He doesn't realize go that a bunch some, of them have been killed. <laughs> go eat some invisible barbecue. Yes, <laughs> all of them are fucking uh, uh, meeting the pitchfork of the killer. Right. But so he calls on Stephen and Amanda to help. Stephen, can you go run the lights? And Amanda, can you be the victim that we pull off the hayride? Because uh, back in the part original of the, part yeah. of the scene is where the volunteer killer actor grabs one of the uh, hayride members and runs off in the woods with her, freaking out the rest. Freaking of the, out the rest of the riders. Yeah. So, but of course, uh, you know they, they're they're not hip to the killer out there yet so they're like sure we can help sure and amanda's just like i guess sure that would be kind of fun i think yeah to just show up to the uh pickup spot as if you're any other customer 
and you get on the wagon and the, for the hayride just like any other customer and you're riding along and riding along and then suddenly you know somebody comes out of the woods and grabs you and you're supposed to freak out and get scared like if i was someone else on that hayride and one of the people got taken and taken off i'd be like holy shit then i might think oh well, they're probably an actor yeah. <laughs> probably involved in this yeah that edible i took probably yeah. didn't help this right now kicking in uh so <laughs> so the cops are out looking for this malcolm guy because he's yeah. a killing machine and back to the hayride everyone's like we got this the show must continue the scare yeah. must continue i should say um so we've we jumped to, as as Andy brought up, Loomis is sending cops out to scour the surrounding area. There's a group of four of them. Is it three cops or four, four. cops? Four, Iconic okay. Four of them hunting through the woods. And I love it. They just quickly get killed. Yeah, the, the altruistic sound of a blade leaving the body in a thump. One cop down. <laughs> Your then, notes are so poetic. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> then uh, the, the cop gets a neck stab. No, the cop gets a next snap. Next snap. That's my honorable dick kill. You okay. remember, like, all of a sudden, Jody, at the first watch, we were like, whoa! Like, yeah. I mean, you know, that first cop kills, then all of a sudden, that other cop's just kind of looking around, then just two hands. Oh, <laughs> next snap? Yeah. Just, just quickly death. I mean, that's probably the way I'd want to go. Pitchfork is uh, strong. And then the last cop uh, scared to fucking death, and he backs into his own death. Um, right. So there's four right there. Yeah, so and Co- now the next hayride is starting. Well, Corey and Steven, let's not forget oh. their little romantic walk in the woods. Oh, they I talk and they I bond. Totally, I skipped but all I mean, of that. It, it Corey's really, like, "Oh man, it's pretty hot." Yeah, huh? this he's is like what, way hot. But than th- you. But this is this is the point I want to talk up. Oh, okay. He says, "I thought like Amanda was cute, but now I think she's hot. Way too hotter for you." And you know, he's like, "What do you mean hot?" He's like, "Well, if you were a girl, I wouldn't think you were hot." He's like, "What are you kidding me? If I was a girl, you'd want to do me really bad." So if I was a girl, would you want to do me, Andy? <laughs> Only if you were my cousin, like the two guys in this scene. <laughs> well, no, but I, yeah, because these guys are cousins. And I they're think talking if you about... were a girl, you'd be. Yeah, I think you'd be really hot, but you'd be a. You'd be like probably a volleyball. Like you'd be like, oh, my like name's Amanda. Six foot three. Andre, Andrea, and I like yeah. volleyball and softball. Do you have a, I would probably do you have be a lesbian. A flannel shirt I can borrow. <laughs> I'd probably be a lesbian. <laughs> Do you like stereotypes? Melissa stereotypes. No, I'm just kidding. I think I'd if be you, a hot. I agree. I would probably hit on you if you were a if you were a woman. Well, let's test hot that woman. out after this episode. Nick's gonna just start identifying. <laughs> Stay tuned to <laughs> to slash you next week, where Nicole and Andrea give you their fair share of uh, yoga pants and. Invisible barbecue sandwiches. I'm going to get off that tip. Yeah. Tip. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was kind of fun. They were just talking about doing each other as cousins. Um, all of a sudden, Corey gets a call where he has to run off to the barn and, and kind of fix up the lighting, and Steven has to run off to do the audio. Go. Yeah. Yep. So Steven uh, uh, takes off. Um, the hayride, the next hayride starts. Amanda is part of the crowd. Yep. You know, she's getting on the hayride. Steven is running through the woods, and he trips and finds a body. Yes. Uh, and now they know something's up. Steven now, finds a legit dead body. Yes, and so he gets up and starts running again, and then boom. He runs into, like, a tree branch and yeah, he's gets knocked, knocked out. He's, so a, he's, he's, a, he's down for the count for down. a bit. Um, meanwhile, we have blonde girl beautiful yep. texting dumb. It's right there on her phone. Yeah. She's texting dumb. Yeah. Where are you? Uh, and the dude in the Jason mask, the hockey mask, uh, comes running up. Um, he's like, yeah, I was supposed to get picked up, but dumb i can't find dumb or whatever yeah. i don't know they talk for a second and pitchfork comes out of the woods yeah but he's even saying like <clears throat> she dumb, beautifully even looks at this says, wait i thought pitchfork was supposed to kill me yeah 
Morgan, who's going to play Pitchfork, and yeah. uh, the Jason Killer guy goes, yeah, well, he couldn't play Pitchfork, so I'm going to kill you because, yeah. because uh, the costume was stolen. Right. And then he looks down and goes, and so was my axe, I yeah. guess, is too, because I can't find my axe. And yeah. that's when Pitchfork. Pitchfork comes out and... Kills uh, Beautiful. Yep, takes an axe to the back of Beautiful. He's crawling away, and uh, the guy in the, in the hockey mask takes off running. Um the dude in the uh, pitchfork kills kills her as she's crawling on the ground, right? He axes her, and then the hayride is going along, and the guy in the hockey mask, yeah. Jason Hockey Mask, comes running out of the woods at the hayride, and pitchfork comes out of the woods and kills him. Great in, scene in here. front like of everyone. On yep. um, people on the hayride are like, Woo! "Yeah, pitchfork!" <laughs> they think it's part of the show. They all think it's part of the show. One guy even goes, yeah, pitchfork. Yeah, pitchfork. And Amanda (laughs) is on the hayride. She's got like an raised eyebrow, like something's up here. I don't think that's how it was supposed to go down. And pitchfork makes eye contact with her. Yeah, I think this is like 50 feet away. Yeah, but they show a close-up of his eye. close-up of his eye looking at her. And she's looking at him, and she's kind of just going like, I know that this is supposed to be an act, but I don't think someone was supposed to kill the guy in the hockey mask. She's just, hmm, okay, along for the ride. Um, the truck comes up upon the dead body of, is it beautiful? It's, yes, it's dead, beautiful, dead, beautiful. And Morgan is <laughs> that great band name. Hello, dead beautiful. San Diego, we are dead, beautiful. <laughs> that would be a good band. Yeah. Morgan, uncle Morgan's driving the truck. He stops like, what the fuck? Uh, and gets out and realizes that beautiful is dead. Uh, she's really dead right there in the woods. Suddenly. Our killer, Pitchfork, comes out of the woods with a chainsaw, uh, and it's supposed to be an axe. Like, this is supposed to be part of the hayride where somebody acts like they're coming yeah. at the truck. This dude comes right at the truck and chainsaws a kid in the truck. The guy who said, yeah, Pitchfork, kind of wearing that scream uh, yeah. ghost you know, face mask. One of the hayride riders. Yeah, one of the hayride yeah. riders. He's like, holy shit. So he's dead. Everybody, Everybody of course, freaks, freaks out. out. You know, Morgan, who is standing over Beautiful's dead body. Um, looks back and here comes Pitchfork after yeah. Morgan. Morgan's like, so little, run, little, everybody run! Yeah, little fight scene. Morgan winds up getting uh, gutted with the chainsaw in yeah. his own cab of the truck. Right, and Pitchfork grabs Amanda. Yep. Grabs her and, and ru- takes her. Runs off into the woods. This is where I want to go ahead and stop the scene real quick. All right. Uh, obviously, I start thinking, why is... You know, McMuffin, McPuffin, or Duffin. <laughs> Guffin. Yeah, yeah bald face potato boy yeah. thumbprint. Why is he, like, to me it's that homage of, like, the daughter. Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking going, because he's killing everyone else, but he's obviously made out. So is he thinking, like, this is a beautiful daughter? I, I started, this is right here, things that make you go, hmm. hmm. So yeah, why just, would an escaped convict just grab one of why these Why would girls? he kill her? Why wouldn't he just kill her? He's killed so many other people. So, um... You know, Maybe he, it's not him. <laughs> the other riders are running uh, for their life in the woods. Yeah. Hey, Andy, they find those missing bear traps. Yeah, the, all the people who ran off the hayride end up stumbling into the bear traps. Are they dead? No, I didn't count them. There was They just sort of fell and got injured. And, I wish they could have done a quick three-second scene, like yeah. taking away some of that dialogue to still make it an hour and 33 minutes. Yeah. Like, you know, Pitchfork come by, just gunk, gunk, gunk. Yeah, they're like all a, trapped, and like he's a just shish kebab. yeah, stab you, stab <laughs> you, stab you, like whack a mole. Because these bear traps were set up uh, just so the our you know now six listeners yeah. they're still with us. <laughs> they set up these bear traps in the woods to to ward off the coyotes being coming around the hayride. So right, 
Um, oh. Steven finally wakes up, yep. and he runs to the bloody hayride that's just been terrorized. Finds dead Morgan. Yep. Amanda! No! He can't find her. He grabs a machete and runs off to the uh, runs off into the night, Andy. To the to old the barn. barn. Yep, there you go. Um, he gets into the barn, and he finds Amanda kind of tied up in one of the corners, and just before uh, Stephen can get her free, some other worker guy comes in. And he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And stab. <laughs> Pitchfork kills him. Like, Pitchfork just stab everybody. So, <laughs> that's, that's what you do with a pitchfork, Have I guess. Have you seen, what the hell was it? I saw it on Instagram. It's like an English comedy sketch where this guy, like, slaps a kid who's crying. He's at, like, a backyard barbecue, and, like, his son or some kid's, like, crying about something, and he's just, like, shut up, and slaps the kid, and someone else is, like, hey, you can't do that, and the guy slaps him, and then this, the guy's wife's, like, oh, what are you doing slapping my husband, and he slaps her, and then, like, the cops show up, and, like, sir, you can't, and he just slaps everybody, that's what Pitchfork's doing, <laughs> stab, stab, stab. You're, well, you're like, dead. You're dead. With a name like Pitchfork, I mean, yeah. I guess that's what you're going to do. I mean, right. it's not going to be like... Hater's going to hate. Pitchfork's going to pitch. <laughs> if your name was Fork. like... If your name was Huggy, maybe yeah. you would hug them instead of stab them. But, you know, this isn't Huggy. This is Pitchfork. Right. So, um, <laughs> this is... This, this is a little drawn out. Yeah, like, this this is a scene with just a bunch of running around. Steven gets smart. Uh, he cuts the lights, kind of like making it darker. Yeah. So Pitchfork looks a little more confused. Amanda managed to escape yeah, they, for now. They chase each other around. Yeah. They make it out. I mean, this is just a big, long chase scene. They make it outside the barn where, you know, Steven falls down and Pitchfork looks like it's, he's about to end Steven's life. Pitchfork, as he's running, like, yeah, throws, throws the pitchfork yeah. like a javelin. Yeah. And it lands on the ground right next to Steven, misses him. Um,. Amanda he did manage to stab Stephen's hand, which would really. Oh suck. yeah, I forgot about the yeah, yes, the pitchfork through the hand. Thank you, thank uh, yeah. you. But so Stephen's, Stephen's injured and stuff. But uh, got a, yeah, hand injury. He chucks that pitchfork like a javelin and misses Stephen. He gets uh, outside. Stephen gets outside. Pitchfork chasing him. Amanda distracts Pitchfork long enough for Stephen to get a stab in with the machete. That doesn't stop him. He's a big dude. It's not enough. Pitchfork stumbles after Stephen, but Amanda like jumps on his back. Trying to stop him, and she ends up forcing him to fall onto the pitchfork, the broken pitchfork handle that's yes. sticking in the ground. There you go. So he falls forward on that. It stabs into his torso. It's kind of a cool scene. He's like leaning over. Yeah. Like he doesn't fall all the way through, like to his belly, but right. so he's just kind of halfway standing up, like at a 45 degree angle. Yeah. But and it's not enough to kill him. He I knew it though. Pull slowly, pulls himself off. Good just scene. So I like much scene. blood. Yeah, but I do like the scene because yeah. you think the trope where they come back to life. Yeah, but it's it's a scene where it's very emotional to me because even second watch, he Jeez. he takes it up and he's crawl, he falls down, crawls, and but the last scene before he just finally collapses, he's reaching out. Uh-huh. Like it's like he's not trying to like it's not like a kill you reach out. It's like I want to touch you. Like I want to a longing, a lo- ooh, a longing reach. A lo- oh my god, Amanda, I like chill bumps. that's my daughter. I'm there get you. Boom! Please. Titty balls, titty balls. One, two, three. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so they, he it, falls down, you know, quote, dead. This is what I fucking hate the most, though. As they it's hold the each worst. other, they laugh. Three Steven seconds after, they're like, that chuckle. was terrifying. Or that was. I he, didn't. he says, Is this normal enough for you? And she's like, No. <laughs> so many people are dead. Yep. And then, Including his uncle. Yeah. Corey comes running up in hysterics. My, my father's dead. Everyone's, Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. But guess what, Steven? I'm pregnant. Oh, no. I think. Now that's, that's ter- right. She said, that. <laughs> I'm, I'm so- pregnant. <laughs> and he's like, You want to talk about terrifying? Ha 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 ha. 
This is the worst fucking scene ever. Thousands of people are dead. You're fucking traumatized. And you're like, this is a great time to say, like, I'm pregnant. They're, like, yeah. loving each other, holding each other. Corey lost his cousins, his father. Yeah. And Corey's like, dude, you guys pregnant? She's like, just like, I'm pregnant. This is the fucking worst. This, this is... <laughs> This, I mean, I'm. You've seen the trope before. People all of a sudden start yeah. holding and laughing and yeah. saying, "Do you want to go get brunch now?" Like we've my, seen. My notes say they laugh about how everyone's dead, but they are okay. Yes, <laughs> and then uh, and pregnant and pregnant. Yeah, whose baby so, is it? It'd be awesome if it was pitchforks. <laughs> That's how it, they get pitchfork too. Hey, right too. No, I think it's. A, I think no. it's Steven's baby. Anyway, uh, later the yes. cops are on the scene. Yeah, get me out of that. The scene. sheriff says it's the worst thing he's ever seen. Two dozen people are dead. Ten more are seriously injured. That's where I think the bear traps. Uh, they're seriously injured. This is the, the 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 cops almost do the kill count for you. Like over two dozen dead. Didn't over they say? two dozen dead. Ten more seriously injured. I was go. like, oh, thanks for the kill count, bro. <laughs> um, they go to the dead body of our killer, and they pull off the burlap mask. It's not Malcolm Guffin. Shocking. It's I knew it. It wasn't the escaped convict. We flash back to the big thunderstorm, and Malcolm Guffin was all uh, huddled up somewhere in the to weather he, the storm. He did kill he, the did kill Chuck. He Chuck the lighting guy, he said, and he stole the clothes. Stole the clothing, he stole the mask, and he just went to go hide out during the storm. Hide out during the storm, and this old farmer dude comes in and ends up killing him, who's bigger somehow than Malcolm Guffin. This dude was bigger, choked him to death, uh, or you know. Yeah, dug dug his nails in because he's choking him and there's blood on his hand. Yeah. Like, he must have choked him really hard. Kills him and takes the burlap mask. So the detective feels for a pulse. This is obviously Farmer Rayburn. Yeah, he's an older guy. An like older when they pull guy. the mask, like I yeah. would have gotten away from it for you meddling southern One kids. One of those, yeah. And uh, sheriff's like, is he is he dead? And the, sh the detective's like, no. Roll, roll credits. credits. <laughs> Great point. Like, I was really, because that's what, I mean, right away I kind of knew, like, this is, I mean, it was a good kind of flip, like it wasn't, mm -hmm. but that kind of explains that reach out. That kind of explains why he took Amanda away, because he kind of really thought of Amanda as a beautiful girl, a beautiful daughter. Yeah. So it was just kind of him going back, like, I want to protect you, but yeah. I want to kill everyone fucking else. So the whole Malcolm Guffin escape convict thing is side plot. Not he's not the killer. Like he does do killings in this movie, but he's not our slasher. Yeah, here. he yes, he does do the original killings. Yeah. And then he does does kill Chuck. But right. then yeah, then that's it. Pitchfork comes back to kind of a, keep continuing the you know just the, like the legend says just like the legend he's been said. living off animals in his the, old farmhouse. I, I think this movie could have done so much more like with the, the, the like you know some. Some kind of re-edits and some of the storyline and gore. Mm -hmm. Just like, I mean, I'm going to bring up our friends at Sweatshop. Sweatshop without that gore probably wouldn't have been as as, as poetic. Agreed. But with the gore, it's become like absolutely fascinating movie that I that I really mentioned to people like, hey, like if you want to see a fun movie, mm -hmm. just because of all the fun, like. Yeah. So again, I, I, I liked it, but I didn't. This um, yeah. So on a scale of four invisible barbecue sandwiches to nine <laughs> invisible barbecue sandwiches, what would you give this? Probably a six. I was going to say about, seven. Uh, I'm going to do six. I probably would have given it a seven if it wasn't for that fucking ending scene where they're like, ha, 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 I'm everyone's pregnant. dead and we're pregnant. Whee! That was kind of ridiculous. That was fucking horrible. On my second watch, I skipped forward past most of it. I totally forgot, you're right, where she was laughing, kind of half laughing, crying, and saying, and then she's just like, I'm pregnant. When Jody R. Watch, I mean, like, talk about terrifying. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> having a Are kid these... is a lot more terrifying than having your fucking friends die. <laughs> 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was good. You're um, right. I dock points for that. But Yeah, definitely dock points for that. So do you want to uh, discuss what we're doing next week? Yeah. And do you want to do the, we'll do the, try to do the kill count? Yeah, we can try. Pausing and we'll be right back. And we're back. That was Hayride. Woo! Do we play an ad there? Or do we just come back like this? I don't think we have any ads available. We I should really make up some. Put I don't put any ads you in there. Ha- we should do some fun ads, and you could really yeah. do that voiceover stuff because you're really good at it. Thank you. Hey, do you really, like? It's like kind of like I do my Cliff Kill, Andy's Cliff Kill. No, sure. Do you like watching stepbrother porn? Well, <laughs> here's what? a washer and dryer for you. Who's, Get a Kenmore. Who sponsored the Cliff Kill notes this week? Candy. Hey. Candy, just candy. Well, if you were listening because yeah. you were finishing your thing, but it was I was can- finishing the Cliff Kill. It was candy. If you want it to give, if you want to give something to your uh, kids that are trick or treating this yeah. year, or want to date your favorite stripper, right. go get some candy. So I should just make that the commercial. Yeah, Cliff Kill notes. The the commercial that we just came back from should be for candy, since they candy. sponsored. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Mommy, I want some candy. Yeah. Hey, candy. How about a private dance? Candy can come in many different forms. <laughs> Look, it writes itself. <laughs> All right. Candy can come. This is, this is going to be A stripper or some chocolate. Um, <laughs> or both. Kill count, right? <laughs> or both. This is going to be fun. Okay, so this was difficult. And yes, the sheriff did say two dozen, so we're pretty close All right, uh, by my count. You can help. That girl at the beginning during the newscast, yeah, but didn't uh, they Malcolm s- Guffin killed her. But we could only count what well, the bylaws... Yeah, I, I want to get into the bylaws real quick, but you, it's what we've seen, right? We watched her die. We watched her die, but we don't we don't count the other ones that Malcolm killed. No. Okay, good. So no, because that, that was all before the movie. There you go. Thank you. Uh, one, the cop and a dead local boy. Mm-hmm. Where uh, when Malcolm got away, then the uh, Chuck hanging the lights uh, got sledgehammered. So all this so far is Malcolm Guffin doing the killing. Yep. Wonder the and then um, then the flashbacks. Farmer Rayburn's wife, you know, he killed his wife in the flashback. Yes, yes, count him. Uh, he also, we show, yes. you know, during Morgan telling the story, he show, we show him breaking into somebody's house and killing two more people yep. in a flashback. And then we had the two cops searching the house. They found the dead animals. Uh, this freak's been eating them. They're dead. <laughs> then I put uh, FX guy or super sound, sound effects guy. Yep. He got killed. And then the nerdy guy who went off to smoke a cigarette, yep. he got killed. Then those four cops in the woods looking for... Looking for um, I Guffin. three, but I- I'm sure it was four. Okay. Snap neck and um, then uh, beautiful, the blonde girl and Jason, yep. the the hockey mask Jason guy. Then the kid with the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I called it the screen guy. He's wearing kind yeah. of like a silver screen ghost face mask. Yep. Uncle Morgan himself. Yep. Uh, the guy working at the haunted barn. Had two seconds. He comes in. Hey, what are you doing in here? Stab dead. Malcolm Guffin, the escaped convict. Uh, that's 21 people. Uh, you're right, though. The sheriff said two dozen, so 24. So pretty close. I mean, I counted 21. <laughs> Might have been some more off screen that we didn't see. You that's could amazing, Count brother. one or two of the bear trap kills. I don't know. That's amazing. That's a fucking high kill that's count for an hour and a half movie. Yeah. But I think, again, going back to a fan of slasher horror, gore, boobs, blood. I mean, no boobs, really no blood. Right. You know, we had drugs, we had drinking. Yeah, I mean, there were so many of the components there, but I still feel like they missed out. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to go ahead and announce now. We're slash you when we notice there's a sequel. We have to fucking do it. Right. I so mean, we haven't done every sequel. Yeah, you're but, right. But, but I mean, but lately we're doing we, this one. We're doing Hey Ride 2. Yeah. 2015, only a minute shorter than the last one. One hour 32 Two minutes. minutes. 
Uh, I, I I looked at you know there's you know I I feel like the second one should always as as the rules of this genre go it's got to be more gore more yeah. boobs more blood we'll see we'll see it's written and directed again by Taryn Parsons so uh, the end of one journey only marks the beginning of another as Detective Loomis returns to uncover <laughs> the truth behind the legend of Pitchfork Detective Loomis yeah so and it's got some of the same actors you know it's got I think it's going to be callbacks on those Stephen and Amanda are we'll back see. Corey's back. Uh, Detective Loomis, of course. You're right, Uncle Morgan's in the cast list, so yeah, those mean, could I... be flashbacks. But anyway, Farmer Farmer Rayburn, he wasn't dead. You know, the detective felt his pulse and said, he's not dead. So. I know, so I believe much like our fucking Adam Green Hatchet movies, I bet, I hope they pick up from right there. That'd be neat. Because they say Loomis is in it, they say that fat Alabama cop yeah. is in it. And so I, I'd like it if they would just stop right there, that he just grabs his hand while he's feeling the pulse and... You know, this kind of oh, takes yeah. up in there. That'd be cool. Um, he has so, a big hole in his torso from where he fell on that pitchfork I know, but handle. like you said, like, like I he'll mean, be okay. Yeah, I the just, guy eats raw meat and dead dead animals. <laughs> I'm sure he's perfectly healthy. Yeah, I know. You think he would die from salmonella? Isn't it amazing how the killer can be so big, beefy, and fat, and and strong from just literally eating raw animals? Like you'd think he would be like wasting away. You think there would be enough tapeworms in him to kill him? Yeah, you know, you because would think it just doesn't work that way. I guess. Not unless he tartars it, right? But we've you've seen those like survival shows like Bear Grylls out in the woods or Alone. Yeah, you know, I like stuff alone. like that. People start to waste away without adequate nutrition, you know. So you'd think exactly you'd killers think. like Michael Myers and Pitchfork and people like that are eating dogs and whatever the fuck else. They, they would not be as strong and, and capable. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> There's also mushrooms growing out there and oh, honeysuckles and sure. stuff. So they probably could do like a flambe of yeah. of many uh, cultural uh, vegetation that grows how, around the southern region of Alabama. How hilarious would it be? Like hilarious, a, like a cooking show with like a killer who's. <laughs> <laughs> in between stalking my victims. My name is Pitchfork. I'm Pitchfork, and I'm going to teach you today how to make a mushroom souffle. You know, and here we are. This is Top what chef. I. This is what I use when I. You know, this is how I stay alive and fit to pick up people by their necks and stuff like that. I mean, <laughs> somehow they're staying fit and, and strong. He probably does push-ups every morning. You know, and is cal- it cake? No. Calisthenics. Yeah. On this on this so, fine episode of uh, Food TV, we right. have Iron Chef. We welcome Michael Voorhees and Jason Voorhees. Yeah, your secret ingredient. Michael Voorhees, Michael Myers. Your secret ingredient is <laughs> yes. dog meat. So, your yeah. secret ingredient is a twelve-year-old penis. <laughs> um, I'm losing it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I just want to say this before we uh, take off. Yeah. Happy, happy Halloween. Oh, because. It is Monday, so it'll be the 30th. So yeah. if, here in Milwaukee, it's fucked up before we... T- yeah. I never understood, like, St. Louis and most places I've lived in, North Carolina, a lot of... They do Halloween on the actual day of Halloween, Halloween, no matter what day it is. Mm-hmm. In St. Louis, you even have to say a, a riddle. Like, that's where I heard a, a two... Like, a, not two, but he was about, like, eight years old. He, you have to tell you a joke before you get the candy. Oh. And this is what this little eight-year-old kid was like, you know what uh, the similarities between martinis and boobs are? And I went, no, what? And he went, one's not enough and three's too many. Hey-o! And I was like, here's a kid telling me this, so... But anyway, it's That's always done joke. at night. Like, in some of these neighborhoods in Milwaukee, they'll do it, like, on a Sunday during the fucking day. Oh, yeah, I know. That's weird. Like, so, trading starts at noon. So like, we're, record, no. we're recording on Saturday on the 28th, and so we're giving mm-hmm. out candy, much like you and Cheryl. We're giving out candy today to yeah. kids between 5 and 8. They have dimes 
and you know they ask everyone to shut off their shit. It's weird. It's very strange by us because we're in the Cooper Park neighborhood, which I guess is tonight. But you look at like the city website, it says Milwaukee and Wauwatosa, which is right across the street from us, is tomorrow. Ours is tonight, and we're in the city. Yeah, well, we have a bowl of candy. My wife texted and said, pick up another bag of candy on your way home. So, I mean, we've got plenty of candy. We usually get half a dozen. Tonight's sponsor. Yeah, candy. Candy. Thank you. Hi, my name's Candy. Dig deep in those pockets, boys, because I'm coming out (laughs) to dance to girls, girls, girls. So, uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween! Put on your best costume and get out there and scare the hell out of people. I'm going as a pair of yoga pants. I just have a big pumpkin onesie, which is another great band name. So, until next time, class dismissed. We are Pumpkin Onesie!